You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 318. Today, we're discussing how to create 30 to 90 days of conversion content using one hour of time. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is the first time you're hanging out with me, welcome. I'm super pumped that you're here. I'm excited to dive into today's episode. It really comes from the questions we keep hearing a lot from our conversion club members, also from our accelerator clients. And it is really an extension of what Chris was sharing in last week's episode about how to create content when you're super stressed for time. See, we have the pleasure of working with really smart, successful, high level, high achieving coaches who are typically working anywhere from 12 to 14 hours in their gym or they're in their their in-person facility or they have a handful of clients and they're really looking for the ways that they can increase income in a passive manner, but not passive in the sense of sacrificing client results, but more passive in the sense of systematizing their lead flow from growing new audience members and then converting them into prospects and or clients or customers. And so these are some of the questions that we keep hearing over and over and over again. So this is what sparked last week's episode and as well as this week's episode, because one of the things I wanted to share with you is that it, in at the time of this recording, which is, you know, 2024, February, it's easier now than ever to generate revenue online. The access to creating content to make a case for whatever, whether it's affiliate marketing, your pro- programs, whether it's it's for in-person, the opportunity is endless, which is so exciting. It also means that because the access to entry is lower, the barrier of entry is lower, you are going to be met with lots of people who want to join. So now the people who continue to struggle really operate from this place of thinking, oh my gosh, the market's saturated and and there's no place for me, which isn't the case because all that means with saturation means that there comes a new level of sophistication in messaging. And that doesn't even require that much skill. I know that sounds so counterintuitive because I love messaging and that's what I do for a living, which is crafting really advanced, complicated messaging. But here's the thing, with complexity, there's more opportunity for confusion. And when your clients are confused and they are not clear, they will not buy. And so what I mean when I'm talking about market sophistication is that there is more room for and and more need for you to communicate clearly so that your clients know and they are clear 
on how this is going to solve the problem and to get what outcome. And we want it to be an outcome that they already want. So we're going to be diving into this today, into this episode, because sophistication does not mean complexity. And we are not going to oversimplify at the expense of complexity. We need to find that Goldilocks intersection of clear communication to shift misconception and help them stop taking action that is either making the problem worse or not solving the problem at all. So market sophistication, what that means is that your people are taking action because we are inundated with information. Now with that type of information inundation or whatever, <laughs> that rhymes and I didn't mean it to, but when people are so overloaded with different options, what happens is, is they tend to take action based on their current skill level from a misconception, from a belief that they know. And then they'll have some results and this outcome that they have might be even desirable, but then something else happens that wasn't desirable. So they think, oh man, well, I just need to diet harder. I just need to work harder. I just need to do it harder not realizing that they're operating from a misconception. This is why what you do is so important because in order to provide clarity, you have to shift perspective. Let me give you a tangible example of what I'm talking about to help land this concept. Because what happens is people, let's just take dieting, for example. Let's say you are someone who doesn't want you know, wants to really move people away from the diet industry. Like their diet doesn't have to have a name. And that's, that's what you do. So your people who are struggling, what's the first thing that they do? Well, they want to lose weight. So they go on a diet and they pick the whole 30. So the whole 30, they take this action and then the action provides an outcome. Now, maybe they lost the first 20 pounds and they're like, wow, now that now this action has an outcome that was desirable. So it, the effect is what they wanted. And the effect, they feel something about it. So then they make it mean something. That means, oh man, I lost 20 pounds. That means something, that the whole 30 works. But then what happens is, you know, they gain all the weight back and then maybe sometimes more, or maybe they lost the weight and they felt like garbage, but they didn't realize there was a better way. They didn't realize that they could not feel like garbage. But what's happening as they're taking action from this misconception is they're getting the outcome that they want. It's not lasting the way that they want it. So they're they're just, well, maybe I need to diet harder. Maybe I need to hold 30 harder because it worked last time. So that's an example of them taking action from a misconception in the context of moving them towards the solution you want them to be. Let me give you another example of how we would do this for the reverse. Let's say you are someone who really believes in the whole 30 wholeheartedly. It changed your life and you, you know, autoimmune IP and you're like paleo all the way. I mean, I don't even know if that's actually related. So regardless, let's just pick the diet. I used whole 30 as an example previous. So let's say we're making a case for the whole 30. So now we have to do the reverse. What are the actions and misconceptions that your people are operating from that make their problem? worse or keep them or or they don't realize it's the problem. So let's say that your people are doing uh, flexible macros, okay, which works for some people, but maybe your people that need Whole30, they're eating inflammatory foods that are actually hurting their metabolism. So you're making a case to help those people. So 
they're taking maybe they maybe your people did macros macros didn't work or maybe it did work but it's just they're at a plateau or it's not working anymore they're feeling like garbage like all the things that your clients are experiencing because of the mistakes the actions that they are taking from misconceptions because they believe that flexible macros are the way for them that's what your messaging has to shift because all of your people are operating from mistakes and misconceptions. And it's not that they're wrong or that those experiences are bad or that even those options don't work. They do and they work for many people. The point is, is that they don't work for your people. And we're trying to connect with your people. And that's the first thing we have to understand about conversion content or really the second. Okay, so let's dive into it. So what do we need to understand about conversion content? Number one, we have to understand what conversion content actually is. Okay, so how I define conversion content is that there is uh, an event that takes place, meaning somebody meets you at, or there's an action that takes place, a conversion event that takes place. So that, so, and there are different types of conversion events. The first one is that, they find your piece of content, whether it's a blog, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a, a, a post, and they, they open it up. That's conversion event number one. They see it because we're inundated with content all the time, whether you're driving a car, whether even if you never even opened up your cell phone, you're getting content through billboards. You're getting content through television. You're getting, you're always receiving information, okay, through some medium. And so a conversion event is when someone takes action to do the next step. So, so maybe they look at it and they open it. That's conversion event one. And then conversion event two is when they become a prospect or when they enter your, your store. And in the online space, it's like the, the proverbial door, like the, the store, which is maybe they follow you. Maybe they go and watch a couple more of your posts. Maybe they, maybe they opt in even better. I would probably even call that like 2.2, you know, 2.5 conversion event where they actually come in. So you have conversion events where they actually take action to become into your world. Okay. And then you have conversion event number three, where they go into the sales conversation. They go into the sales mechanism. And so what we need to understand about sales conversations is a couple things. Number one, people love to buy things they hate to be sold to. So when you're, so, so there is resistance around getting on a call. There's resistance about DMing you. There's resistance to, to, you know, opting in. People think they have misconceptions and those misconceptions come from experiences that they may or may not have had. And then even you might be, have, have, even you might've had those experiences. And then you start to feel a way about not wanting to be related and not wanting to be looped in with those experiences. So if that's you, I get that. Okay. But the facts that you feel that already tells me that you most likely are never going to do that because you're already aware of it. It's like that concept, creepy people don't think, or don't think they're creepy. Okay. 
So I already know that you were not are, are most likely not going to do that. So with that out of the way, we still have to acknowledge that there is a conversion a conversion event that will take place where they will come into a sales conversation, a sales mechanism. And when you can remove resistance to doing that, even better. Okay. And then the final conversion event is going to be when they the the payment, the energy transaction where they buy your thing or your product or whatever it is that you're promoting. Okay. So there's, there's a transactional experience that happens. Okay. So we need to understand the different pieces of conversions that happen throughout the customer journey. Okay. And so once you have that in, in mind, and the reason I bring this to, to bring this up is because I review a lot of convert content. A lot, a lot, a lot of con content from my clients, from, from people in my free group. I review a lot of content and I can tell immediately when people are just, you know, following these shticks versus having intentional thoughts behind what that next conversion event is going to be. And then the second thing that we really need to get clear on is we need to get clear on who this content is for. Okay. So what I want to, if you haven't noticed already, you'll notice that I'm really talking about this in terms of offer. Your content is an offer. Your perspective shifting is an offer, meaning you are getting them on board with your way. And you're not forcing them to think that or to do that or to take that action. You're presenting it in a very airtight argument for your people who need you, it'll be a, a no-brainer for them to take that next step action, okay? And so it really comes down to offer and communicating the right offer to the right person at the right time. That's really what it is. Now, people talk about this in terms of niching, like, oh, I need to niche, but I've done so many episodes on, on the old way of niching and the new way of niching, which really we are communicating these four things. And I need to know specifically when I come to your page, within the first three to five posts, what is the problem that you solve? How specifically do you solve it? And what specifically is the desired outcome that your way will produce? And who specifically is this for? So when you can get really dialed in with the specificity, you'll win. Okay. And so I want to just unpack this really quickly because there's a couple of things to think through here. When we're talking about problem, I want to think about this in terms of two, two levels. So there's the problem your clients know that they're in. And then there's the real problem that either they know they're in it or they, they are doing all the wrong things to fix it or they don't know that they're in it. So let's take autoimmune as an example. Some people might have all the autoimmune markers and think that they are just, you know, they, they might think that they're just, you know, that that's just part of aging and that's just part of what it's like not realizing that they really suffer from an autoimmune disease. Some people think, oh, I'm just dehydrated, not realizing that they actually have a concussion. So there's the problem they think they're in, the real problem. So there's two levels to this, okay? Then what we have to talk about in terms of what it is that they want. 
I am not here to cultivate demand. You're not here to cultivate demand. The demand is already there. It's your job to communicate that the way you bring your clients to the desired outcome is the best way for them. The demand you do not need to create, it's already there. We just need to remove the roadblocks and the resistance to your solution because they're not on board with it yet. The number one reason why I see smart and struggling coaches continue to struggle with their content creation and their conversions in their content is because they create from a solution that people don't think they need to solve a problem clients don't think they're in. Three ways to increase your habits. They, oh, that's great. I don't need my habits. I just need a meal plan. And then people don't want to talk about weight loss because they think it's the boogeyman for right for the right reason. And then people don't want to talk about the things that their clients actually want to talk about for all the right reasons. I'll give you an example. I was in, I, I was coaching messaging in a program and someone said, I don't want to talk about weight loss. Even though my client, I, I had someone say, my clients all want weight loss, but I don't want to talk about weight loss. So I dug, I dug into that a little bit and I asked, I'm like, well, what's preventing you from wanting to talk about weight loss? And then she went on to this diet, talk about this diet trauma. I'm like, I don't talk, I don't deal with quick weight loss fixes and I don't blah, 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 blah. And I said to her, I wonder if you noticed that I actually didn't ask you about, you know, why don't you want to talk about quick weight loss? I said, why don't you want to talk about weight loss? Because that is the whole point of messaging is for you to meet your clients where they're at when they're walking around telling you that they want weight loss. And then you're going to shift their perspective to show them how to get there without doing and thinking about all the ways that they've been doing it thus far that keeps them trapped. Plain and simple, if you cannot communicate how and why your stuff gets people what they already want, you'll struggle because people are not going to buy the things that you want them to want. They also are not going to buy the things that you think they need unless you communicate and position it to demonstrate how it will help them get what they want fast. And I don't mean fast like quick fix, fix. People are in it for the long haul if you can create buy-in for the next step. Show them and demonstrate how this process works. So you have to be able to communicate how your thing is going to solve the problem they want solved. So does that mean, and this begs the case, you know, people, people have, I've been really musing on this. People have been asking me, like, does that mean that weight loss is the only thing that is profitable? No, of course not. Of course not. But really think through what I'm saying here is that who are the people in the problem that, that don't care about weight loss? Lots of people. As people age, maybe they've got pain. Maybe, maybe they don't really care about weight loss. They just really like they've got osteoporosis and they want their bones to be strong and they need to really work on strength. You don't have to talk about weight loss. You've got moms that are, you know, coming out of postpartum and don't even know how to like to navigate this new body that they're in. And they thought that the baby would come out and they'd be fine. 
There's so many different profitable places that you can talk and communicate. But just be clear for yourself that if your process actually deals with weight loss and the majority of your people that come in dealing with weight loss, then we got to talk about it. If you listen to the, you know, like, and here's another example of you've got a whole community of people that are dealing with obesity and their weight loss journey is going to look a hang of a lot different than someone who needs to just lose the last five pounds of, of fat for, for a body competition. Plus you've got a whole community of people that are body ex athletes, body competition people, and they can't they know how to lose weight. That's not their problem. They don't know how to, the magic of, of, of the moderation. Like there's just so many different facets that you can talk about. You've got people that, that suffer with EDs and they cannot talk about weight loss in a traditional way that people are used to hearing about. So it's, I'm not here to be right or wrong or, or to say that this is the only way, this is the best way. All paths lead to Rome. You just need clarity. And you need to be clear so that you can communicate clearly. Because if you can't, that's likely why you're struggling. We need to know what's the problem you solve and is it the problem that they know that they're in? What is the outcome that they want? Not what you want them to want, not what they need. What do they want? How specifically do you solve it? And then who specifically needs it? Who's that person? And then the last piece of creating content fast, or there's two last pieces. Once you get that dialed in, okay, now my clients, we have a compelling content document that literally just, and, and I use it. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what is it? Who, who let me just go through this, these, these, my, my client avatar real quick. What's the vicious cycle that they're in and what's the virtuous cycle that they want? And I'm going to create content that moves them towards what they want and then helps them identify the problem that they're in always. Okay. So now what happens as we go into, into the final component is how do we put this together? How do we create the conversion content pieces in 30 to 90 days really fast? Well, here's the good news. Okay. I, I, I mean, this is amazing. It is so much easier now than ever before. Just because of the way people consume content, just because of the way the algorithm has shifted and changed and so on and so forth in any of the platforms. But what I really want you to understand when it comes to social media content specifically, okay, because remember, this conversion content system can live anywhere, everywhere, is that people are not experiencing content linearly. Now, I teach a macro and micro cycle of content so that you save time. So that you know and are clear on the path of this is my conversion intent. This is what I intend to do. Because when you plan time, you make time. Okay. And it's so important to remember that people are not consuming linearly. They're not going to see your Monday post on Monday. Likely. Only 3% of your audience sees it. That's good news. I know it doesn't, it might not feel like good news, but it is because it gives you the opportunity to say the same thing over and over and over and over again. And people might say to you, oh yeah, but you don't want to burn your, your list. You don't want to burn your, your emails into thinking that like, oh, I need to, you know, I don't want to bother them all the time with telling them to DM me or to, you know, I don't want to bother them. Okay. I get that. And 
people are not consuming your content linearly. Likely the chances of them going to your profile and doing a deep dive to read all of your posts is not how people consume content on social media. And if they did, which would be great, they're likely looking at your first three to five, maybe 12 if you want to push it and look at the whole profile. But like they're looking at the first three to five. So your three to five posts, if I come to your profile and I don't know who you serve, what problem you solve, how specifically you solve it to get what outcome, I'm likely not going to take the next conversion event which is follow you, like you, you know, whatever that conversion event that you asked for is likely not going to happen. And then you have opportunity now more than ever for a piece of content to go viral, meaning that could get more. And when I say viral, I mean, just get more views and some of your other stuff. So if there's not a desired conversion event on there that you want, that's a missed opportunity. People DM me every day that don't follow me. I've had clients pay thousands of dollars to work with me, and I, we both realized that they didn't follow me. Followers is not, you, you can't take followers to the bank. So that means you could take five core pieces. And, you know, I teach five pieces, okay? Five core content pieces for you to have. And you could take the same five and literally say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again with the same call to actions with the same with the same conversion events the same trainings it literally doesn't have to be fancy because number 1 repetition is the mother of all learning people need to hear things multiple times my clients who work with me for months 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 still can't tell me the 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 seven main components of an offer even though i talk about it every day Number two, there is not only do people need repetition, you're going to have new people coming into your world all of the time, which is such a good thing. You have the opportunity to get in front of so many eyeballs. You don't even have to talk. You can you and, you know, people will say, oh, but I don't have enough polish. I need a production company. I need to look fancy. I get why people say that, but but those people are content creators and you're a coach, not a content creator. You, you're not starting social media to, to become a production company. Mr. Beast is a production company. You are a coach who is using content to drive conversations, to drive conversions into clients. And your clients don't need fancy productions in order to feel like you're going to solve their problem. But they're not going to be able to find you if you're not visible. So something I share with my clients all the time is let it be easy. How can you show up today to be consistent and so that it's easy? Because that's what we're doing. And that's how we're growing. If this episode was helpful to you and you're interested in learning more about how you can actually go deeper into creating conversion content to drive your next five clients within the next seven days, then be sure to click the link inside of the show notes because right now we have a very special promotion for a brand new program called Create Content That Converts Club. This is designed to help you generate your next 10K using organic strategies only. So if that's you and it sounds interesting to you, click the note in the show notes and I'll see you inside the club. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Talk soon. 
Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.